Everything is Awesome is part of Courts and Parts, a podcast network featuring pop culture, TV, movie, and geek podcasts. Check out some of our other shows, like TV Ate My Brain, Let's Chat with Revelant Friends, and Podstalgic at courtsandparts.com. Kev, and this is the show where we sit down and talk to awesome people about awesome things. Uh, this week is, uh, we're, we're a week away from the kicking off our month of Philadelphia Podcast Fest celebration shows, where we are going to talk to a lot of Philly podcasters. It kicks off next Wednesday with our live show that we did at a Malcolm Comics and Coffee House uh, this past Sunday for the unofficial after party for Wizard World. And we sat down and spoke to Ophidian the Cobra, Sh- uh, Chikara Pro Wrestler, Trainer, and host of Bump and Grind, the podcast, which is part of the Philadelphia Podcast Fest this year. So uh, enjoy that next year. I don't know what the exact release schedule is going to be. Probably at least two to three episodes a week just to kind of celebrate and kick in uh, the fifth annual Philadelphia Podcast Fest. But this week, this week, let's focus on this week, guys. Um, this week, uh, it's going to be a little bit different. Uh, I'm in, in, a, in my studio. I'm praying to God. And all you guys know that when I'm in my studio, that really is just code word for shed. Uh, and birds have moved into the, uh, the, the roof area uh, and have little baby birds that are now, like I guess, the equivalent of teenage birds. And all they do is make annoying crying sounds. It's not cute anymore. So I apologize in advance to both my guests and you, the audience, if that comes through. Uh, it's also, uh, we're going through, uh, uh, Skype, so it's a little bit different today, guys. This week's guest is someone that, uh, you know, the magic of the internet, Twitter, connected us. Uh, and I, I think it was simply me, uh, you know, it's, it's a great, first of all, it's the, the founder of, uh, a great little organization that's against bullying, uh, and, uh, something I don't know. Honestly, once upon a time related is is all I really remember is how it got uh, <laughs> we got connected because once upon a time fans y'all crazy, uh, and uh, I I mean that with the most amount of love that I can because I guess it's like you can be crazy for your own good reasons that are crazy in your head, but anyway let's uh, let's let's bring our guest on uh, as per usual. Do not verify anything when it comes to. Uh, last names so please welcome the uh, the founder and and ruler of bullies keep out uh dana i'm just gonna take a guess and i did this before and i was way <laughs> off uh because it this is so bad that i just i don't even remember what it is but i'm gonna say jacobson <laughs> nope <laughs> um <laughs> Not even close. <laughs> no, Jack Oh, okay. Well, there was a J. See, so I had a guest that I just interviewed the other night. You were close to the J. You were yeah. close to the J. It was, it, was, it, was a good, it was a good shot. I, Nobody ever gets my name right. I've been called so many different things. <laughs> I have uh, a future guest on this show that we recorded the interview the other night. His last name was Star. 
And I was like, and, and we actually had to, we lost the original intro. So what you guys are going to end up hearing is, is me getting his name right. But in the original <laughs> cut, it was me saying Ryan Matthews and was not even <laughs> close because it was Ryan Starr, uh, graphic designer of Philadelphia, not what I believe a, a Philadelphia or at least a NFL uh, running back is Ryan Matthews, not... <laughs> Not a graphic designer out of Philly, but anyway, that's uh, too funny. Yeah. Oh God. Well, see, I'm awful. I, I'm uh, as we were saying before uh, we officially kicked the show off. I I don't do any kind of research, uh, and that is <laughs> way proven by the fact that like I can't even take the time to read the last name in your emails, in your Twitter account. Uh, but I got bullies keep uh, out correct. I got that part right. Yeah, that right, and that's you know that's the most important. It's you know it's. I, I, I love what I do in my organization. But, yeah, no, no worries. Like I said, people butcher my name all the time. And, you know, people who have known me for years, you know, you always used to make jokes about it. Jack O'Lampa, Jack O'Lampa. It's Italian. It's a long name. And even if you do research, people still have a problem getting it right. Well, and it was. I, it's I, absolutely not a big deal. I knew it started with Jay, and I knew it was kind of long. And I was like, "Well, Jacobson, Jacobson makes right." But you know what? That is. <laughs> I think I like literally combined a uh, that J part of your last name and a previous guest last name into some. Uh, uh, I see. Name. I see what you did there. Yes. <laughs> so it yeah, happened. So on. So we connected through. Twitter, which I, you know, I want to say for more than than when we officially started to set this interview up, like we started following each other through Bullies Keep Out because we have mm. once upon a time is obviously a mutual um, a mutual connection. Uh, I know uh, Amikon is one of the uh, advocates uh, for you guys, and that's yes. that's one of our mutual uh, uh, people. So I know, so we have yes. a, a little bit of a history, but yeah, I want I want to say. Um, either I, I want to say who the guy who does and see this is I'm a terrible Once Upon a Time fan because you're thinking about you're probably thinking about the WAF um, podcast the Once Upon a Fan podcast yeah yeah there were a couple there were a couple of us on my personal account that we were we were just making some comments um, of, you know regarding fandom behavior in general and then we were talking about you know of course talking about specific shows because we all like it and you know a lot of people know that i you know i work with a lot of them for police keep out it's a great cast it's a humble cast they're all great a lot of them you know and they show a lot of support and they're just amazing and i know that i think i saw i saw tweets and then i you know and then i saw you and and somebody had mentioned you know you should do a podcast about fandom behavior because i a lot of people feel it needed to be talked about more especially with the chaos and the insanity that was going on at the time that we were all tweeting at the same time. And I had saw yours and I'm like, Oh, okay. So he gets what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, so for me, like, and I'm a, I'll be 33 this year. So like the idea of shipping people like is mm -hmm. way beyond me. I feel like that's a millennial thing. Uh, and, right. and, and like, I get fandoms. Like I've been, I've been, I feel like, and I had this conversation almost over a year ago, I think with Ace Marrero, uh, like our generation okay. kind of like, uh, invented the fandom, like with like Buffy and X-Files mm -hmm. and, and all those shows from like the, the nineties, uh, like 
there wasn't really huge charms. Yeah, charms. Like yeah. There, there weren't, and maybe because there wasn't a um, like a a medium to to share that fandom, so fandoms were really small, or you felt yeah. awkward. Yeah. But, it was um, probably more like com- it was Comic Con yeah. than it was online. Yeah. 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 And um and and I wanna say uh you know, I guess our interview happened before the um before like this little thing that happened with the internet and Twitter and uh <laughs> the I I'm i I'm sitting here saying it, I'm afraid to say the, the fandom name because it's literally like the like the, the like Lord Voldemort. Like they, that's who they are to me. Like they're my, I'm they're my, my evil arch enemy. Because uh, <laughs> like it, it's uh the Swan Queen fans, which no like I'm I say I say that they're my arch enemy, but I mean that with a whole ton of humor uh because i could i don't care at all about anything because for me like i think the most i've ever shipped in my entire life was on the flash uh him at barry allen and caitlin snow i was like i'd rather that and for me it's not like i want snowberry or whatever the they're called i say i want these two guys to get together because i don't like iris uh right so and like so before the whole i get into the once upon a time thing like fandom stuff in general like i don't and, and, and talking to you i i know that it sounds like the it's just across the board no matter what show fandoms are kind of crazy but like i've oh, only, absolutely it's across the board i've only experienced it with with once upon a time like i've like i'm pretty tight with a bunch of flash fans and none of us are crazy uh, I haven't run across any f- crazy Flash fans yet, or or Berlantiverse fans, so like I've only come across it in in once, and it's it's like the I, I, I'm assuming it's the Captain Swan people and the the Swan the Swan Queen people that are like the the two big factions that hate each other, and dear God, you don't want to get on one of their bad sides. Well, <clears throat> I'm going to be very honest here, and, and my point of view is that I have new idea what a fandom was. I I watched a lot of shows, like the shows that you mentioned back. I mean, I'm going to be 38 years old, so those all those shows, I watched Charmed and, you know, a lot of that stuff, and I still really never knew. I never really went to Comic-Con. I mean, I never went to New York City Comic-Con except for maybe a few years ago, once my first time in my life, and I was like, wow. You know, and it's, it's very interesting, and I really didn't even know. And then they had all these abbreviations, OTP and, and the ships. And, and I'm like, what is all this? And I'm trying to figure it out. And doing what I do, it's important to me because I'm more on the aspect of, look, I support and love all ships. I think, you know, it's, it's very hard to say, oh, this person is against this person and they hate this person because it's not really particular canon or non-canon or ships or it's people. It's the people who are doing the bullying or crossing lines or, you know, <clears throat> inappropriate behavior. It's not really, I, I, you know, it's not really particular ships, but the thing is, is that what happened, Once Upon a Time has a beautiful message, a great message, and like you said, the cast is wonderful, and when you see it, it kind of is disheartening because fandoms really should be about support systems, making new friends, connections. You know, and I just recently, during, you know, times of tragedy, you saw them all come together. And if, if you could do it at that time, it should always be like that. It shouldn't always be pitting against each other. And the show is not about ships. It's not about relationships. It's about stories, telling a story. The writer is not writing it for ships or for fans. 
you know, you want to make people happy, but let's face it, you can't write television for people specifically what they want because you're going to lose fans somewhere. You're going to either, okay, well, we're going to keep these shit people, but they're, they're not going to want to watch us anymore because we killed this person off or we didn't put these two people together. And it really just became too much about that. And I was really disheartened. And I have so many people that come to me because, like I said, we're close with a lot of the cast and we work with them and they show so much support. And even that we uh, don't have a working working relationship with, they they show a lot of support and, and whatnot. And, you know, what, what we do at Boys Keep Out is about protecting, helping, helping even the boys if they want it. And so I'm... You know, we are at a, at a very neutral stance, but we have gotten attacked many times when it comes to characters and storylines. I mean, honestly, I had a charity auction for domestic violence, and because of somebody who donated an item, we literally got, like, these insane, um, really mean-hearted, nasty tweets about the person and the character over the show. And I was like, okay, but this is not a fan site. Number one, no matter how many people we work with from a particular show, because we work with all people from particular shows, and we work with directors and all types from you know the entertainment field. It's not just one tied to one show. We just happen to work with a lot of them from you know from months, and we just adore all of them, and it's just it's great. But I was really disheartened and upset when I felt that like okay, we're getting attacked because they donated an item, and we announced the item that they were donating, and all these comments were really uncalled for and i was like this is charity this is this is about bullying and yet this, they're bullying and they're doing it to an organization in public online and i kind of felt like wow i mean let's how i i just couldn't comprehend it I, over a tv show because even though television can be powerful and it's got great messages and it's you can learn from it. It changes people's lives. It even saves people's lives. You know, you never know the power of a character or something. I watched a movie the other day, for instance, The Shack, um, with Octavia Spencer, and that touched me really completely, and I loved it, and I found it to be amazing. So things touch us. Mm-hmm. But I don't lose sight of reality or confuse my reality with the characters or the actors or the characters, and then you see them attacking the writers and the producers and the directors and they're getting very personal and they're yelling at them and they're attacking them and you know you see it in the media even people going ballistic over shows going off the air and and all this negativity and i just read something about a con where there was a murder plot at a con and i'm just like okay but all this over television it really i don't think entertainment should be about that <laughs> no no because i mean you're right entertainment's all about kind of just escaping the real world at the end of the day uh there's i don't think i ever go into watching anything or listening to anything because for me podcasting is a huge form of entertainment uh because you know honestly i mean i i don't listen to music when i'm in the car so when i'm in the car i listen to a podcast so most of my entertainment comes from from podcasting because i have it's just easier to access uh you know during like eight hour work days i can pop headphones in and i can't watch tv and whatnot but yeah all Mm -hmm. form of entertainment at the end of the day should just be like a way to escape reality sometimes for you know whatever reasons that you may have that is that you're just having a shitty day you're having a shitty month you just whatever reason it is as you said it can save lives you know it's um 
you know, that's, uh, I don't, I, I would never say that I, my life was at, at risk, but like I was in a real bad place, uh, last year mm-hmm. when I, when I lost my uncle to cancer, like it was just really kind of, it was, I was just really sad about it and I was able to bond, right. um, over this podcast called <clears throat> campaign, uh, which is a star Wars actual play podcast for, for like D and D, but star Wars and you know, just a bunch of Chicago improvers doing comedy really just set in the star Wars universe. And like that connection I have with Star Wars with my uncle, um, I was able to like laugh for an hour at a time instead of like just think about mm-hmm. my uncle being dead. So like it was like I don't want to say it was a lifesaver because because that's just me being over dramatic, but like it was it was a nice way to uh, not think about like either when my uncle was really sick, just thinking about what he was going through, or when he was he finally uh, was gone, like thinking about him being gone. Um, it should never be like you said, like that's, that's, what's crazy about for me, like part of being in the fandom is having fun. So like, of course, Mm -hmm. uh, that is like, and I come from a world of like, I don't know, radio wars. Like I, I grew up in the nineties when there was radio wars and you know, I like, Mm -hmm. I like that concept of just poking. I'm a, I'm a big wrestling fan. So like, I'm a big fan of me too like poking the bear and, and just like having a heel and having a baby face and stuff like that. So when, uh, when Ace tweeted out something about Swan queen and it was ended up being an Instagram, uh, picture of captain Swan doing something, I retweeted it. And I think I retweeted it with it, with the hashtag. Maybe not. I don't know, but I know Ace used the hashtag. And then that's when like, I found out how, how much the fandom can really like, I never had a negative experience with any fandom until that moment. And I was like, literally like Mm -hmm. had no idea what to do. And like people that were Captain Swan started, that's where I think 90% of my flooded Twitter feed now, which is all about once (laughs) upon a time is, is comes from, I would say 50% of it, maybe 60% of it is what I call the only once upon a time fandom I care about now, the whiners from the fans of once upon a wine, the podcast, uh, that you know. Oh like, yeah. Yeah, it's, I produce that podcast, so I mean, I'm biased, of course. But like, oh, do you? Yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah. I used that podcast actually used to be um, called Oh It, the unofficial Once Upon a Time podcast that me and a buddy hosted, uh, and my buddy started losing interest in Once, um, and we just didn't have time to do it anymore. So we had connected with uh, the the rock opera uh, people with Aaron and Ace over uh, you know just just them doing the rock opera and the, and the web series and stuff and became friends with them about a year before we said hey take the podcast over um, so I've been producing it since but uh, so of course I'm a little biased towards the fan base there but like they get it like there's that fan base is Swan Queen that fan base is Captain Swan we we crack jokes with one another and like they 100% get that like what Ace and I are doing is just us being like just goofy a-holes really like at, which I guess in this conversation about bullying could be a form of bullying but I don't look at it that way because it's I don't know again for me it's just good old-fashioned fun um but uh, well yeah I mean there's a difference you know I mean there's a difference between you know, playing around with people, like I said, I mean, I personally have friends from all over. I've met some amazing people, and there's Outlaw Queen, there's there's Wrong. Like I said, I support all ships. I think they're all beautiful. And, of course, you know, I just don't want to see anybody get bullied. But, you know, there are people who are 
get along fabulously, and they're from totally opposite ends of the spectrum in the fandom. But they also play, they joke, they have very respectful conversations. They're opinionated. They're very passionate. I will give the fandom that. They're very passionate. But you can be passionate, and you can be opinionated, and you can even be critical but like constructive criticism. Like if I was to write a piece, cause I'm a writer. And if I was to write a piece and somebody was like, well, I think you should fix this. this, this. I'm not going to like freak out and get a little upset and start screaming and yelling at them and telling them, you know, to go jump in the lake and I hate them and I can't stand them because they're giving me constructive criticism. But there's a right way to do it and there's a wrong way to do it. And, you know, I know, you know, I mean, like I said, I, I mean, we work with her, we work with Mallory, you know, the ones all involved, you know, with the cosplay and the, the, yeah. the black rock, the rock opera. And, you know, we love me and she's amazing. About, and we are going to be doing more work with her, but you know, it's just about really keeping the peace and that's all that we're all for. And even like you say, when you and Ace are joking, you're playing around, you're not being serious. You're not saying anything horrendous. You're not, you know, you're not being jerks. You're not really, I've seen, your stuff, I don't really see anything bullying-wise, you know, but the problem is that people get so offended because they're calling out ships. And that's where the problem lies. It's like, oh, it's this people, it's that people, it's this It's this ship, it's that ship, it's this ship. And then you have that ship saying, well, we get bullied and we get threatened and we get attacked. And then you have everybody just jumping in and it's like, okay, but again, this is not what defines you. It's a, It's for the show and it's fun and you have fanfic, and you have so many ways to appreciate this, whether it's real or not on the show, or whether it's written or not. And just appreciate it and enjoy it. Nothing is going to go away. Nobody's taking anything away from you. But the way people... It happened recently on our timeline, something... You can't control what you get tagged in. You get tagged in oh, stuff, yeah, it doesn't yeah. mean it's an endorsement or our views. And you saw that, and it kind of went a little bit crazy, and there was a turmoil, and I was like, okay, I had to make like 50 announcements. And, you know, it was harmless. It was nothing intentional. But the way it was worded, some people took a little bit of offense to it. And I said, okay, but, you know, this is not... We have so many real-world problems. And it was even tweeted by somebody else from the other podcast for a long time. It's like, the real-world problem, we really shouldn't be bickering and arguing and going after each other's throats over this type of stuff. Yeah, like my argument since I I I stopped using hashtags when it came to Once Upon a Time, unless it was oh it because I was literally was just afraid. I was like, I don't want to deal with it. I don't afraid. Just use the hashtag Once Upon a Time. Yeah, yeah, but like it's like I don't want to like I came up with this crazy hashtag that's not a real hashtag because I think it had numbers in it or something. But like I just I took I whatever I wanted to refer to the fandom in a because there is literally I got screenshots from a lot of mutual friends that were that were swan queen or whatever they were just once upon time fans and they're like yo they hate you right now like i was they were i was like talk of the town in a negative way throughout that yeah i was like i don't like all i did was retweet ace that's all i did I, i mean and of course like i I stepped up when like someone set, called me out on something. I was like, "Well, come on! Like this is a show about magic. Let's not like get crazy here." And like, mm-hmm. I, and I can see how that someone can take offense to that because the show does mean something to some people. But at the yeah, end of the course. day, at the end of the day, it's literally a show about magic. Sometimes not done very well at all. So like, there's no reason, in my opinion, that a a, a person. Uh, I won't say fandom, that a, an individual person should get so bent out of shape about um, 
about something that's said in in fun at the end of the day like there's like you said there's definitely a clear-cut difference between like loving fun and pure hate when you say something in a comment and oh I, absolutely and absolutely so so i don't know it's it's it made me and to this day, i think i've used it once recently because i had like because it was because it's the end of season six and I, I wanted to get in and like i think zach uh who is part of once upon a fan or whatever he went on like a long mm. tangent about like yeah no that's that's where i saw you because yeah, he yeah. yeah i saw the tweets from him and i actually agreed with a lot of what he said and i was commenting and then i saw you and then i was talking to you and i was like you know maybe we should do more and have conversations about this because we actually did a psa um i mean wasn't available but i did it with mallory i'm sure you know who mallory is yeah, she's like a really good friend yeah so we did one because we felt something needed to be said because he said this is out of control like about season seven and who was leaving and this and blah 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 and, da, 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 and it was like all over and i just like all over my timeline all such negativity and i said guys like i like and you know they like well, we some people we can have criticisms and we don't have to be happy enough like absolutely you could do all those things but do them with respect and kindness and do them appropriately and there's a like i said there's the right way to do things in a wrong way and it doesn't have to be like a giant thread of just negativity and that's what you were referring to when Zach had was tweeting he was basically just saying his honest feelings about it and the truth that everything became about hashtags and it was all this you know I think he used almost every single one outlaw queen and swan queen and then there was um I don't know there's so many there's <laughs> there's um um but when there was the evil queen and rumple, there was that one, yeah. which I kind of dug that one. And then there's, I know all of a sudden my mind is going blank on the other popular well, Captain well, Swan, you yeah. know, so there's, you know, there's so many of them. <laughs> well, and my, the one that I, like after that whole debacle, I was like, you know what, from now on, I'm just shipping Captain Charming because I just want Captain <laughs> Charming and not even like in a relationship way. I just want Hook, I want Hook and Charming to do a As lethal a weapon. St- yeah, a bromance. I want a lethal weapon <laughs> spinoff starring Captain Hook and, and Prince Charming because, <laughs> that, honestly, like that's like that, at the time, like that's just the best part of the show right now is whenever they're together. <laughs> uh, like, it's once upon a time. Like I get why people are so upset about season six because like. Cause I, cause despite me hating season five, like I, like I have a real issue with the show. Like one of the main reasons I watch it now is only because I produce a podcast about it. Like it, it is not, in my opinion, a great show anymore. Season six was like a return to some sort of form that I actually really enjoyed, but like it's time right. to put a bow on it. Like, and, and I'm not saying that because yeah, I really enjoyed, you know, I really enjoyed it. And, uh... yeah. And especially you know how they ended it and whatnot. It was it, it was done a nice way. Yeah, and and I'm not saying it's time to put a bow on it and, and kill the show at season six because like I I didn't get my way or I got my way as far as ships are concerned. <laughs> I'm saying it because narratively that like what else are you gonna do? It, it's you you've, to me they're recycling season one. I guess it's kind of cute in a way, but like. I don't know. I, I said at season five I was ready for the show to be over, and we got a season six. And, and I'm glad we did because it proved me wrong in being a better show than it was the season before. But I just don't think that, like, it, it – I don't know. I don't think it could be a good show anymore. It's it's. I think it's finally – it's run its course. 
And, like, I think uh, the reason to be upset that it's coming back for a seventh season shouldn't be because people are leaving that you really, really like. It should be because it's just probably not going to be good anymore. Like, uh, I, I look at it as, like, a, like just a creative creatively, I just don't think it's going to be worth time anymore versus you know getting upset and then bullying people about well my person left my ship lost or whatever right well that's what i'm saying like look everybody has their own opinions on the show some people love the show and they're right or die for me i'm right or die once upon a time i, I you know i'm gonna watch it till it's over you know i'm not saying i agree with every single decision they made or every single storyline or every single thing and i was totally thrilled in doing a dance i was like oh man they killed robin hood I love, I love Robin Hood, and, you know, Sean McGuire's an advocate of Lizzie Bell, you know, and, I, and, you know, we adore Sean, and he's great. But, you know, I, but I'm not, <laughs> and I make little jokes about it. I don't, you know, and on my personal timeline, and but that's it. You know, I don't, I don't, um, I, I don't get upset to the point where I'm letting it destroy my day or my life, or, you, you know, look, you're going to have people that are not going to watch it or decide that they don't want their creatively. They don't like the way it's going. And that's absolutely fine. But when you see, like I was just seeing stuff where they're just attacking like the actors and they're attacking the the producers and the writers and everybody. Like, oh, I'm not watching it anymore. Oh, I'm done with it. I'm done. Okay, fine. But you know what? So you're done with it. So watch it or don't watch it. But if you're going to watch it, be supportive. Cause like I, the things that I see are so contradictory and then they're really, really mean. It's like, well, I hope this show fails, but I'm going to watch it for this fails because if you're a fan of that person and you're watching it because of them, why would you want them to their show to fail? That's their job. Yeah. I'll, so yeah. it's kind of like contradicting yourself in 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 one forty two characters. You don't need to see a hundred times why you're not watching it or that you're not going to watch it, and then just completely negatively destroy everything about the show because you know what there were people that were happy with it for six seasons with some you know some things they didn't like and some things they did like we were, like you mentioned but my point is, is that okay you had enjoy the memories that you have appreciate it for what it was when you were watching it if you're deciding that you don't want to and don't don't take all that away and stomp all over it because there are there was awesome stuff and you got a fan amount of it you made this new friend you have connections you go to cons you get to meet them they can cast and they are amazing with their fans and they always are talking about bullying and the negativity and, and the fandom and the ship wars and that they don't want to see it and they don't want to tolerate it. And I'm glad that they, they always talk about that because it needs to be talked about and said because, and it's like I said, it's across all fandoms. I had from another show, I'm not going to say the person or the show, but it was a fandom from another show and you know, because like I said, we work with people from different shows. We've never really had so much negativity. Sometimes, so like you were saying, from one particular fandom. But then again, like you know, I was never really introduced to fandoms until Once Upon a Time. But they were attacking the person's character so much and playing this person. And we've seen it even happen with other ones, people, and in, in other tons of actors and actresses from a variety of different shows. I just saw one about The Walking Dead. They literally go off social media because of death threats and the attacking and the bullying, hateful things. And then they're attacking their families, going into their private lives. And that's where I say kind of draw the line because 
when you start stepping over those, like getting sneaky and trying to get attention, or where a friend of mine did, uh, said that I love the word she used in an interview I did with her, emotional blackmail to get them to care about you, and you're, you know, you're doing all these things that are really not appropriate, and you're bossing them around, asking them personal questions, and just all these things that are really not what you should be doing. And that's what also bothers me, too, when I see all that, because it's, it just gets to be too much and you have to let people breathe and you have to be respectful and you have to be kind and, you know, they get hurt too, you know, and I don't think people realize that, that you're hurting those people just because they're on television doesn't mean they're not human beings. <laughs> yeah, right. And I think that's where people lose their humanity because it's like you're, you're losing all money, but you think because they're on television that they're immune to, to bullying and you being mean. They're not. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that the Walking Dead one, uh, the dude that plays Eugene. I when I read that, like first, but a lot of clickbait out there because the headlines were like made it sound like he was being an a hole. But then you know, reading the article and seeing what actually happened, uh, it was like, yeah, it, it's nuts to me that people like just blend that reality. Uh, and and I mean, it's it's, I, I guess there's. There's two kinds of hardcore fans. There's the hardcore fans that are just normal people who who understand that, like, hey, Eugene is played by a person's name I don't know, but I know it's not Eugene. Like, I know he's not a real person. Right. Versus, like, the hardcore fan <laughs> right. that is – and I, Josh. I think his name is Josh. Uh, so whatever his name is, Eugene, I'm sorry I don't know your name uh, in real life, but you're a phenomenal actor, and I love the character you play. Uh, <laughs> uh, but – the but then there's the other fan the hardcore fan that like just like maybe they do know the difference but they they just take it way way too hard and there's nothing wrong with that passion that a, that the you a fan or a fandom has uh I oh, think no. that that passion is is what helps maybe drive that show to to be successful at, at times mm-hmm. Um, but it's when you, like you said, cross that line, uh, and, and like, threaten the, the dude and his family because mm-hmm. his, his, the fake character in this magical world about zombies, uh, he turned on Rick. Like, <laughs> I get it. Rick's my yeah. boy. I, mm-hmm. I'm not happy that he yeah. turned on, I, like, I hate Eugene right now, but I love that, <laughs> like, at the same time, I love, like, that they take this, such an interesting, uh, take on the character that, that, like, I wasn't expecting at all as a fan of the comic book like it's like for me and i guess because like i and i don't want to say i'm a writer because that's a term that i'll like i i throw that around way too loosely i like to write it's more of a hobby than an actual (laughs) thing but like as a creative person i'll say because that's something i can say like i love that like like the walking dead i think takes some risks and they like they go off the beaten path that that what people are expecting and i i love that about the show um, and I think that's what's keeping the show for me. Like I'm ride or die with that show uh, because it, I, like I don't think it can do no wrong. It's so far it's it's mm-hmm. been pretty great. Um, but to like just I don't know. It's it's still and maybe it's because I and I'm not I'm not saying this to offend anyone, but maybe it's because I'm normal and I understand that the dude's just doing a job. Like I I don't think I've ever loved something so much that that I like I had hatred for. For a person like doing something with that role or that show or something, right? Well, that's the thing. 
I, you know, passion is good. Being passionate about anything is good. And there's nothing wrong with being passionate about shows or even movies or television in general. I mean, that's what makes these actors do what they do because they have a passion for acting and entertaining and wanting to do something, you know, inspiring on television or in movies or to reach people on a personal level. And that's, and yeah, it's about that. And I mean, I love the entertainment field and I've always been passionate about it myself. But I've never been passionate to, to the point, like you said, where I'm going to bash people or go after people or call out certain groups of people or, okay, we want to call ships. or Because then when that starts happening, that's when the problems start kicking in. I mean, there's other problems. Don't get me wrong. There's lots of toxicity in, in these fandoms. But there's also lots of beauty in them. But when you start calling out and then that's when it starts to get, where the lines start to get blurred. And I think that's the problem in the fandom is the lines get too blurry yeah. to where people are not even sure which side of the line that they're on anymore. And then it starts becoming an issue of, you know, it can be an issue from anything from, you know, a cause. Like, say, you know, they're talking about, you know, rape culture or domestic violence. And it, you start getting, like, all into all these serious things. And I'm like, okay, but wait a minute. It's like, I, I'm watching the same show, and I'm not seeing the same thing. And, you know, sometimes you're not sure where these things are getting pulled from, but you can just respect what everybody has to say, but, these, but sometimes people don't. And then that's where it becomes... And then not only that, it's it's it's... It's going so far beyond because when you're constantly tagging people that are really not in the conversation and they're all, it's like just a giant thread of tags and you really start going after people and the people that they know and their friends. I've seen people go after their so-called fans of people, but yet they're going after their personal friends or family. They're getting blocked by them and they're saying these horrible things and you know, then I think also there's been issues with the LGBTQ community because of it. And it's like you have to be able to differentiate between, you know, a serious cause and a television show. And you can't really make television shows too political because then we're not even enjoying it anymore. At that point, it's just making something that we're analyzing when we watch it and you can't enjoy something that you're just sitting there like constantly trying to analyze you're like you might as well take notes let me do a report on it <laughs> let me you know, I, you know it, it gets like you said the lines get so blurred and then everybody starts you know jumping in and you got people jumping in that don't even know each other and they're just going at it and back and forth. And trust me, I know because I've get, I'm involved in it because with all fandoms, because I have people come to me constantly. And all types of bullying, trust me, fandom bullying is just a piece of it. I mean, there's all types of online bullying, offline bullying, adults, youth, you know, kids, teenagers, everything. And there's, we advocate for so much because even though something might have a different name, like domestic violence, which we advocate for, it's a form of bullying. Yeah. It's a high, high level form of bullying, but it's still, you know, it, there's just other names for it. Yeah. But, you know, we, we are very, obviously, you know, I'm a, a neutral person and at least give out our neutral because there is no, we're taking this person's side and that person's side because then you, 
you're going really against everything that you're supposed to be standing for. So that's why, like, we've had people that wanted to call certain people out or call a certain ship out. Or, and so we don't do that, and we can't do that. I was like, and I don't, personally, I don't want to do that, and that's not our views. We're, we're open to everybody here. Everybody's accepted here. Everybody. There's no exclusion. Even if police who need help and want to come to us for help, we're here for them, too. There's no exclusion. There's no form. It's all love here. So when you come to me and you're asking us to do that type of stuff, and then they get upset from it, and it's like, okay, but this is, again, that's why we're trying to differentiate between blurred lines of being a fan site, or because we have a large following of certain fandoms, and we love them, and we support them all, but at the same time, we've had to use that block button before when things have gone out of control, and we recommend that to other people as well. Don't engage in the negativity when there's a time. When you see that you can't mediate a situation and you can't control it and it's out of control, like that's, you have to either stand up for yourself in a respectful way to where you don't go down to the level of a bully or you have to walk away and walk and ignore it because you're not going to get anywhere. And that's how some of these fandoms, like it's almost just like pointless because you're not going to get anywhere. They're going to, some people are going to stand strong with their views and they don't care what you have to say. And they're just going to keep going at it. The bullies are just going to keep going after you. Then they're going to bring their friends and they're going to cyber attack you. And then they're going to go after all your friends and it turns into a big mosh pit of cyber bullying. And that's what I have a problem with, of the, the aspect of it. And that's why I feel speaking out on it so much because I think people have such wrong notions of it. And it's, you know, like I said, when, you know, when people are looking around and playing, there's no harm in it because there's a difference between jokes and, you know, respectful jokes, not hateful jokes. And really, you know, being, blaming a certain group of people. And that's why I think also is the issue, too, is people have to stop blaming. I, you know, I, I don't even know if I'm saying it right, because like I said, I mean, I'm not hugely familiar with, you know, fandom lingo, but I know there's non-canon and canon and you know, the, you know, OTPs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, <laughs> you know, all me, this I, the only thing I know <laughs> are the hashtags and that's, I, I know the hashtags because I was in the middle of a war. So, uh, but no, I, like, I, like, and to your point of like, you know, taking sides or, and not taking sides more, more directly, but the, cause I've seen, I, I had like a bunch of DMS with a, with a captain Swan person and, and, uh, because during that whole time of, of me being the most hated uh, man in Swan Queen <laughs> history for, for a week or two. And uh, and he was sending me screenshots and whatnot and, and whatnot, like just all the negativity. But like that, that the Swan Queen people, and, and it was like a select few people that were doing it, but I was like... And I didn't say anything to the dude because, like, whatever. Like, thanks for like letting me know they're still talking trash on me. I guess I don't really care anymore. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm over and done with it. But like, uh, I could go through and search every conversation that certain uh, Captain Spawn people have, and they're just as negative. Mm-hmm. Like, I see the battles, right. and I see like I'll I'll read Swan. It's like, everywhere. Yeah, like. Yeah, they'll say, Swan Queen will say, "Well, Captain Swan people are just a holes, and they don't, they don't get it. They don't respect us." And I'll see hear the same exact things from from uh, uh, Swan Queen people. It's like, guys, you know, like you, you're literally saying the same things about each other. Like, and and, and like like kind of going back full circle to the you know part of the the beginning of this conversation, I guess, is like. The, the, at the end of the day, you guys, like, started out as oncers. Like, 
That's what it started out. Mm-hmm. There, there, the show wasn't and about exactly. about or, or, like maybe it was about Snow White and Prince Charming. Maybe that's the relationship it was about because that's like the most iconic relationship on the show. Um, right. But other than that, like the sh- you didn't watch that show to see Prince Charming and Snow White get together. You didn't watch that show to see Emma Swan and uh and captain hook or emma swan and neil or emma swan and and regina get together like you you watch right. that show because it was hey uh fairy tales of the modern day that sounds like an awesome and it's idea. an awesome show and i love it and it's great and i love the actors and characters you know yeah. like you said i love what you just said right there was key oneers yeah and that's what it should be, oneers, not on this ship or you're that ship, I'm this ship. Because like you said, it's not, and it's, you know, everybody's saying the same thing. So that's why I always tell people, stop, just be loving, kind, respectful. Everybody just loves each other. Because like, just, you know, it, 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 every, we're all here for the same reason. And it's not a group of people. It's not a certain ship. It's certain people within maybe certain characteristics of ships or whatever they might happen to ship a certain thing and they happen to be a boy. It does not mean it's the whole entire ship. And that's where the people get upset and that's where the fights break out and the bullying and the hatred and the meanness because it's, people don't like to be called out and well, they're always saying it's us and they're always saying it's this ship and it's that ship and it's this ship and it's like okay but enough with the ships maybe if everybody stopped labeling everybody <laughs> stop labeling that's the problem they're labeling everything just say once those once upon a time when you first started watching this show you watched it because you liked it and you liked the actors and you liked the performances and you liked the stories it wasn't because like you said you wanted to see Emma with you know the five people that she's in ships with <laughs> I mean, she's got so many ships Regina's got lots of ships. I mean, that's not, I know that's not why I started watching it. And I guess I have my, like I said, I love all the ships, but I have my, the, the people that I, I, I liked together or I wanted to see together or I thought it was a great chemistry on screen and I liked it and I liked the people and I just loved the story and I liked where it was going. But I didn't, you know, like my life wasn't destroyed. <laughs> When it didn't happen or something went wrong or whatever, it's kind of like, oh, man, it's like when you're watching a movie, you're kind of just disappointed. You might talk about it. You might have a criticism on it or, yo, I don't like the way they wrote that or how, why, what's the storyline or didn't we see, you know, and that's totally fine because they really want to hear from the fans and they yeah. say that they do. But you want to hear from the fans in a, in a very kind and respectful and normal way, not a like, ah, you know, like, you know, with a minion that turns purple. <laughs> you, know, you know, I mean, you go from all like nice and you're like, ah! yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and that's where I kind of, and, and that's what really bothers me. And it, it really does because I, I really think it's just such a loving thing to, to be part of a fandom and to see the way they can come together and to see the way everybody interacts and to see the love for a show and the love for the characters and the love for the actors. They play these parts. They bring these characters to you every week and work a gazillion hours mm-hmm. and are away from their families. And then they're they're coming out to see the fans at cons and appearances and events. And they're so approachable and they're so lovely. And so you really don't want to take that. You don't want to run the thing. And it's just, I feel that sometimes it takes away some of the joy from all those experiences 
when all of that is happening because then it just turns into a big blob of craziness and it's it's like wow just everybody just calm down and you know you're just gonna you're always gonna have that in fandoms i just i don't see it ever going away completely i hope i hope it does one day i pray that it does but if it doesn't you're always gonna have some level of toxicity and the bullies are gonna be there and the hateful people are the mean people and you know, speak your mind, shout out from the rafters. That's absolutely not a problem. But like I said, and I can't say it enough, do it with kindness and respect and love. You don't have to be nasty. You don't have to curse. You don't have to flood people's timelines with so much negativity to where it's like people don't even want to be on social media and they don't even want to watch the show. I truly believe sometimes people don't want to watch it for that specific reason because they just don't even want to be part of it anymore. And it, then the show loses part of its essence and part of like everything that it was originally made for where, like I said, like, you know, we were all saying on Twitter that day, like, you know, between you and me and Zach, we were all kind of tweeting the same thing. Like enough, you know, enough is enough. Just, just watch the show and enjoy it and stop going after people and making the show about hashtags and ship wars because it's not about ship wars and it shouldn't be. And like, even at cons, you hear the same questions over and over and you got to think that like, they don't know what to say anymore. Like, you know, some of the answers are actually starting to get funny when I watch them. <laughs> like if I'm not actually at the con and I'm like, cause I go to them, you know, but I, not obviously all of them, but when I hear the panels or I see them and I see some of the answers, I'm like, that was a great answer. Because you don't know what to sometimes say anymore because you get the same thing every which of them with which do you want to go? What do you think of this gym? What do you think of the and it's like, you know, but you know how they feel. They've said it so many times. But they just I feel like they want they you know, they put them on these pedestals to be perfect. And you know what they said it, I've heard that actor say it a million times. No matter what I say, someone's gonna get upset or mad. And it's true. You can't make everybody happy. If it almost works, it's impossible. And no matter what you do or say, somebody is going to get upset or not be happy. So it's like, what do you do? Like, here's my answer, or let's skip that question, because it doesn't matter. And it's like, you can't put them on pedestals. They're human beings. They have life struggles. They have bad days. They have personal life problems. They go through all the same things we do, and they expect them to be perfect. And when they don't live up to their standards, that's another reason why the bullying starts. And then it's like, and then they start bullying with each other, and then they start including the cast and you know writers and all that other stuff. And you know, let them be human beings too. And that's why I feel like lines start getting crossed, and then they're like really up in their privacy and their personal business, and they're really going over some lines that I see. I'm like, wow. You know, I've never loved the show that much or, yeah. you know, I mean, I've loved Dolly Parton since I was eight. I don't, you know, try to, you know, <laughs> go that far up in our personal business or ask her really personal, extremely personal things or cross any, like, you know, really intense lines or just doing things that I'm just like, I see that are done and I'm like, are there? or I heard through the grapevine and I'm like, wow, you know, yeah. and it makes you like oh <laughs> you know well so like i i'm a huge kevin smith fan like that's the guy i kind of like model myself after like i i i say i'm basically the slightly thinner less funny version of kevin smith because like you do remind me of a little bit <laughs> yeah i mean we, i've been i podcast a lot like i you know I, i've done multiple shows i talk 
uh, like him a lot. Like, you know, he's, he's a huge inspiration to me. Like he's, he, I, I mean, I found out when I was 25, 26 years old that like, I was like, you know, I think I want to make a movie. So like, and that was all because of him. Like it's all because of clerks and, and, and red state and, and even Tusk to to a lesser degree. Like he's just out there doing, like he's doing him and it's, um, like, like, so he's the guy that like, I'm all like, I would, if I sat down with him, it wouldn't be like, let me get about his personal space. Like, let me like, I just want to like talk to him mm-hmm. about his craft and about like, yeah, of right. course I know a lot about Kevin Smith personally because he's a bit, he shares. So like, I, maybe I do know way more than right there. That's the point of what you're saying. Share. He yeah. shares when they share something it's different when they yeah. don't share it and it's getting shared. And you know, people are like digging and hacking and I got no sweat else. I, and like I don't like I, again like why we like it's there's so much more like to life out there than to waste your time doing that like one of the things that like I think you can adapt to any situation that uh like like Kevin Smith uses a lot is instead of like when he has people coming out and attacking him about his movies like tank which especially with his most recent movies happens a lot because. You know, it's not the Kevin Smith of yesteryear, and it's you know, right? You know, and which is fine. Like, I love that he's evolving. I like, you know, is Yoga Hosers a good movie? Probably not. Could I find some enjoyment (laughs) in it? Absolutely. Like, I I went, I went into that movie knowing what I was going to watch, and I enjoyed it for what it was. Um, And like, is Tusk a good movie? I, I honestly don't know. It's an interesting movie. I can talk about it all day because it's so fucked up. But like, it's it's not like it's not everyone's bag, and that's fine. And and when people attack him, he flips it on them and says, "All right, well, instead of like attacking me about my art, like go out there and create." Like that's and like that. I think we kind of touched on that before. I think you mentioned like that, you know people that are upset that their their ship didn't um, didn't make it. Like go out there and create whether it's. It, fan fiction like you mentioned earlier like go out there and create your own fan fiction so you get your satisfying ending or whatever Mm -hmm. go do that or like Mm -hmm. you know what like once upon a time like is not exclusive to i mean obviously like once upon a time and its characters are exclusive to abc but like that concept isn't necessarily exclusive like go out there and find something and put your own spin to it and and create it and try make it a web series like i mean hell yeah and so many of them do that and those are the those are the ones that, like, you know, those are the people that are not taking it to a personal level to where they're doing the bullying and yeah. they're and they're engaging in the hateful behavior. And that's what, you know, and there's so, and like I said, for the most part, it's wonderful. But then, like I said, you do have that toxicity part. And I just feel, but, you know, what I feel like when you start seeing personal pictures that people don't share and... You know, I think fandoms can be also out of control in that way as well. Like I said, when you like, when you're trying to get too much into their personal life and you're trying to make them too much what you want, and then you get mad at them for not living up to your standards. Like you said, like if I had somebody in front of me that I admired, I would talk to them about lots of things. Hello. Hey, I'm not sure what happened, but 
Yeah, the finding the phone just went there. I, th- I think that Google Hangouts maybe doesn't like it going past an hour because it literally cut off like an hour and one minute. Yeah, and all of a sudden I just heard poop, 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 and I'm like, my phone's not dead. I don't know what the hell happened. <laughs> yeah, no, I was like, uh-huh. all right, well, go ahead. You, I'll, I'll, this is a good edit point, so you can go, and I'll, I'll figure it out later. You want to? Yeah, some- I mean, basically all I was saying was is that, you know, I, I think people just have to realize that there's a certain line that you have to stay on one side of and not walk over it. And I see that happening way too much. I literally have had people, like, you know, you can separate what's serious and what's not. And you have to kind of use, I have to kind of use, you know, what I do is not easy and people think it is. Like, oh, when you mentor and coach activism, I'm like, it's not here. easy. I'm listening to problems all day. I said, and and I love it because I want to help. But it's not also, it's, it's taxing. And I have negative and bad days too. I'm not perfect. I'm human. I make mistakes, you know. And I also have my personal opinions. And I have to. You know, I have to differentiate between is this something that I have to say something about because it warrants the seriousness of it or I should give a heads up just to let somebody know what's going on. I mean, there's situations that happen like that. And, you know, it could be kind of scary because you don't know people or what, you know, is going to happen. Like I said, with the con thing that I just heard, I mean, you don't know what people can be capable of. You don't know, you know, you know, sometimes the obsessiveness with shows and characters. And I heard another story of a woman with, I think it was Last Man Standing. And she, I don't remember what she did. And I was just reading about it and I'm like, wow. Like, there you know, I just, nothing I don't. happen with that show. Like, that's Tim Taylor. <laughs> Leave him alone. Leave his goodness alone. <laughs> right? Like, I was completely surprised. She was mad that it went off. <laughs> that's what it was. Oh, well... And she was so mad that it went off. I don't remember what it that I read that was like crazy and I was like what did she do (laughs) I just really couldn't differentiate between like okay but come on it's a show yes we love shows we don't like when they go off you know how many shows I like that went off the air and I was really this stinks like I really wanted to see what happened and now I want to see what happened and I kind of just have to create it in my mind because I don't know what the heck happened and I really wanted them to like do something almost like Firefly. You remember Firefly? Yeah. Everybody wanted to know what was going to happen with Inara. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and now, like, I want to know what was going to happen between those two. <laughs> you know, and the way that they ended it, I was like, come on. And even though they made the movie, they still kind of left that up in the air. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, and that's like. And I love Firefly. Oh, yeah. I mean, that was something I was introduced to literally, like, because of Netflix. It was on. I was like, oh, let me watch this show. And, like, I fell in love with it right away because it's essentially Star Wars. It's essentially Han Solo. All right, the time. right. So, like, with like, a oh, twist. This is great. Yeah. Like, and it's, yeah, but, like, there's plenty of shows. Like, I'm a huge Bruce Campbell fan as well. Like, he was for a while the king of one hit, like, one season wonders, like, Jack of All Trades, mm-hmm. which I was a huge fan of. And uh, the, the Adventures of uh, Briscoe County Jr., great show that I only got one season. Um, mm-hmm. so like all that stuff goes off and like, and then you get into the world of like, well, they're rebooting something. And then the, that's another fandom that gets crazy is, is, or the, I, again, not fandom. I, again, I'm an ignorant person. And I'm going to use that term a lot. <laughs> just know that I don't mean, I mean the people that, that are idiots. Let's just say the, the, the people that don't understand. And I'm being a bully. I realize that I'm not, it's a joke. <laughs> 
Let me yeah, know. well, we're going to have to have a talk, you and I. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, like, I but honestly, like, that's what I want to say to people. That's why I couldn't be, like, a really good, like, I can't be, like, a mediator. Because, like, I would literally look at somebody and be like, just stop being an idiot. Like, just, like, stop being an idiot. It's a, it's a make-believe show about magic. Like, let's not, like, go go overboard here, guys. Or it's a make-believe show about anything. Like, it's all fake, guys. Let's just take a step, not be idiots and take a step back. But, you know, then I'm the bad guy because... I'm saying you're an idiot. Well, yeah, you know what, you know, yeah, you know, it's just words people use. I mean, and, you know, that's what it is, you know, and that's, and that's sometimes, believe it or not, you know, people won't take offense to it. And then you have other people that will take extreme offense to it. And of course, nobody wants name calling, but you know, if it's like a friendship mutual thing and people are goofing around, you know, that's, that's completely different. You just, you know, the one thing is like, you don't want to go around like, if you're having a conversation about a show on Twitter and you're talking, you don't want to be calling each other idiots. Well, you're an idiot. Well, you're a jerk. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you and you know, that's when it starts becoming because name calling is, is a form of bullying. Yeah. And that's when it becomes, you know, when it's not playful, like, you know, we don't play with each other and goof around. And when you know someone, or even if you don't know them that well, you can still play with them. Yeah. And it's totally cool. And it's fine because you're not being serious. Mm-hmm. But when it gets to the point where I've seen it and I've seen even worse words used, I mean, you have, you have people telling people to kill themselves. I've had somebody tell me that. I've yeah. had people oh, tell me yeah. to drink bleach, to get cancer, to drink bleach. They were going to blow up, boys keep out. I'm like, what? I'm like, I don't even, like, what did we say that I mean, that this even warrants this? I don't even remember what it could possibly have been about because we don't ever really have any problems because, like I said, all organizations are, are very neutral. They're, nobody's. You can't take sides when you don't know what's going on. That would be wrong. We yeah. mediate situations. Now, if I go on a timeline, I could clearly see someone threatening or harassing or saying horrible things, and it's very evident. I report. We do things. We do privacy, and we go into that because we work in cyberbullying services, and we'll tell people, you know, steps they can take. I mean, it, when it's very clear cut, okay, fine. It, I mean, anybody can tell. But when it's not clear-cut and you have two people battling it out or it's a, it's just a personal vendetta and a fight between friends, that's not really bullying. That's an argument. Yeah. That's a disagreement. And people really need to understand what the meaning of bullying is because there's such a notion of right now everything to everybody is bullying. And I'm like, no, there's bullying behavior. That doesn't, I'm not, that doesn't make the person a bully. They might have engaged in some negative behavior. Everybody falls into it at some point in their life. We yeah. all have. We we all, we all can admit to that. And we've all been on the receiving end of it, whatever form it was in. Mm-hmm. But when you have an argument between friends and disagreements or whatever, that is not bullying. Bullying is completely different. And it gets it's so serious now, I don't even know how anybody could confuse it. Because there's a, it's very evident in what is bullying and what is what does not constitute bullying. Yeah. And, you know, I have people come to me and it's like, I'm getting bullied. And, well, do you know that person? Yes. And then I'm trying to explain, you know, and I'm talking to them. And then they're, you know, they at the end. And then there's some that are just very, then they start getting nasty with us. And we're trying to help. And it's like, okay, but if you don't want our help, I respect that. But I can't, like, because they want you to go after them. Go after that person. Report them. Tell them. Do it. And it's like, okay, but. You can't do all that because then I'm not being, I'm going against our views of being neutral in a situation because it's very hard to tell who's the bully and who's not online, especially when both times are, timelines are filled with back and forth. 
and it looks like both of them might possibly be the bully or engaging in that type of behavior. Yeah. So we just have, we get put in positions where people want us to take sides and we have to explain to them that that's not how it works. It's not about, I'm going to be on your side and then I'm going to be on your side. You know, and that also happen, happens a lot in fandom. And that's where it's like, okay, but that's why I think that so many times when you hear panels or you hear actors talk about it across any fandom, it's just really, honestly, have respect, show kindness, show love, be friends, don't be friends. You don't have to be friends with everybody. Just have a decent discussion, share your opinions, be passionate. But just do it in a you know just do it in a good way. The, the world is filled with so much ugliness already. We don't need to add to it. And there's so many serious world, real world problems. I don't think we need to be making fandom, fandom stuff one of them because it's really not the end of the world as a TV show. Yeah, <laughs> you know. So <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's you know what I'm yeah, it's uh, that, again, it kind of goes back to what I was saying, like in the beginning, near the beginning of our conversation, like entertainment is supposed to be what it makes you escape the real world bullshit it makes you escape you know whatever is going if you're not happy what's going on politically like you can escape that and watch a show uh, or or listen to something or if you're not happy with something that's happening in your personal life or if you're not happy with something that's happening whatever at work like you can like entertainment is supposed to to be your your escape to so that you can you know enjoy life for a half hour an hour at a time right in that moment in time exactly yeah. and uh, i'm not saying by any means not have the show mean something to you i'm not saying that by any means i'm just saying don't take it to extremes yes yes no and i and i agree because now again for me it's hard to unless that unless i get my lethal weapon spinoff starring prince charming and captain hook <laughs> like i don't think like, i have no, I, I don't really, they lost me like in season five or I don't know. They lost me at some point. So like that show no, like no longer has me like, I, again, I'm probably ride or die with that show like you, except like more, yeah. re- not because I want to be at all. Uh, no, <laughs> like, I will say that I will watch season seven cause I am intrigued that, that, of the flash forward, but like still like, you know, it's, it's, I don't know. It's I, again, I end up watching it because and again, I was because closer. you're a fan. Yeah, because and, you're a fan. And I might be not a great fan right now because it's like I'm on a, the downward swing. But I, th- you know, it's it's whatever. Like I still watch it because it, it, I, for mm-hmm. an hour at a time, I can go to Storybrooke and see a world of magic that you can't see exactly. in my backyard, or I can't see when my car breaks exactly. down, or I can't see when, <laughs> fucking you know when someone I know when and love is dying. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, you know, it's it's an escape. Yeah, yeah it's it, it's a beautiful escape. And I do the same thing. And I also have gotten many inspiration, you know, much inspiration from shows and portrayals and the actors and, you know, them as human beings outside of their character. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even from the characters, like, you know, Once Upon a Time has really beautiful messages in the characters like Regina and how she came from, you know, something completely, I guess, evil (laughs) and broken. And she found, like, if if season six ended and that was the end of it, she might have lost, like, a lot, like, her, you know, the true loves that they had given her in the shows, supposedly. And, but 
she also gained everything that she was looking for in life, which is to be accepted, to be loved, feel at home in the world. And that's a real life thing that everybody wants. Yeah. So that was a beautiful thing with that character. And, you know, uh, uh, the writers were great. And, and, you know, of course, she's great in how she portrays. Lana's amazing in how she portrays the character. They're all, it's, like I said, it's a great cast. And they all were wonderful. And, but, you know, I have to say, um, you know, when I started watching that show, it was because of the character of Regina. Because mm-hmm. I started to watch it, and then I, I, I kind of... I watched, like, I think one episode, and then I just stopped watching, and my son was on Skype, and she's like, watch Once Upon a Time with me. I'm like, oh, okay. And, I mean, I love Disney, and I love all that stuff. And I watched it, and I saw the portrayal of that character, and I was just like... Because, you know, they're so, they were just so good at it, all yeah. of them. And, like, I particularly loved that character, and to watch her evolve. And so my, my point that I'm trying to get across is that I, I pulled great things from that show and from yeah. the characters and the messages. And they do have wonderful messages. And it's great. Well, but I also don't take it to the extremes of just not distinguishing between my life and reality and the television world. Because even though I can pull all these amazing things from it and get amazing things from it and feel strongly about the show and the characters and the actors, I still differ, you know, you still have to differentiate. Mm-hmm. And, and like, I was kind of in the same boat. I had a friend who like said, Hey, you should be watching this show once upon a time. It's really good. And so like, I, I, I ended up watching it, you know, just, I guess on demand or whatever. And, um, it was, you know, for me, it was Robert Carlyle Rumple. Like to me, Oh yeah. Once upon a time isn't about Emma Swan. It was it was about Rumple finding his son. And that's when the show was good. The show was good when Rumple's quest was to to find uh Bayfire. Bellfire. But when when Bellfire died, like if that's to me for me when the show kind of went south because Rumple no longer served a purpose. Uh and ironically when he had a son to save again, the show got good again. Uh, and, and well, I'm kind of biased towards Bellfire because Mikey, Mike Orman yes. is our ambassador. So. Uh, yes. and, 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 That's my favorite character of all time. Well, it's funny when he, when he popped up on the show, I was like, Hey, it's the dude that like was in uh that was in the walking dead and got shot in the head right away. Uh, cause that's where I, also in true blood. I, 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 the first thing I just recognized him from right away was True Blood because yeah, I loved that show. I, I never watched. I didn't really watch True Blood, but like he was in one episode of Walking Dead. I was like, hey, I know that guy. Um, but oh yeah, well, Mike, Mike, Mikey's everywhere. But yeah, so I, I'm always biased to his his character in What's Upon a Time because, like I said, I mean, I just he's he's great. I adore him and. He's an amazing ambassador of voice keep yeah. out. So yeah, I'm always partial to, to his character. <laughs> and like, and, and he was, he was a great part of of Once Upon a Time, and 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 he made. He was. I was very sad when they killed him. <laughs> yeah, and, and he made like he made Rumple's uh, Robert Carlyle Carlyle character character. Um, he made him stronger. Like I said, for me that that's the show was about a, a father trying to find his son and what lengths he would go to to get him back. So for me, it was like, he was the master plan to get the dark curse, you know, out there. And, and, and he was orchestrating everything as far as like, from my point of view, but that's, that's the point of the show. I think like it, the show is for yeah, totally everybody everybody. Pulls something different. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody pulls something different from it, you know, but I didn't go like and curse 
anybody because they're like, oh, you killed off my police got ambassador. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to just attack you all over Twitter. Like, you know, I mean, I didn't, of course I'm not going to do that, but like, you know, that's, that's the point that I'm trying to make. Like we can't do those things. You yeah. know, like, exactly. you can be upset and, and Lindsay, look what you pulled from it. You pulled something completely different than somebody else would have pulled from it. Like I, I really, I guess I, I really, was always touched and was very drawn in by the character of Regina. Well, um, and that I was another always, character. You know, I was that's what it was for me. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that, everybody was not really attached to Regina. Well, I think the thing that like both Rumpel and, and uh, Regina had in common as characters was like, they were both, and I, I, I love this type of character. I love the villain that's trying to find, like, find their way. That's trying to find their way to the good oh, side. Me too. And that's like, that's, mm-hmm. and like my, my one friend, he's like, why are you defending Regina? She literally killed an entire village. I'm like, I know, I know, but that was a fairy tale. <laughs> like, like, that's not, that's not in America. That's that, not the like, evil queen. Yeah. She's trying to be better. Yeah, I was, <laughs> I was making excuses. And it's, it is like, when you think about it logically, like, she really isn't like a bad person. <laughs> but, no, it's so funny because I've heard her say that in interviews. She's like, oh, she literally killed and murdered all these people. But, yeah. But, yeah. you know, it's still, like, it's, it's a show, so you can like forego that. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> but it's like it is, it is everybody. But you know, like how draw. Like it's a character you're you're supposed to hate. Yeah. But you loved you loved her. You yep. loved the character, even when she was evil. You loved her. You fell for her. You really, and that's partly that's a major part of the skills that these that the cast had and the portrayals that they gave. Robert Carlyle is just amazing in everything. So I mean, I love his character too. He's just mesmerizing to watch and mm-hmm. you know, and both of them I, I loved when they had their ship together. <laughs> you know, they they were yeah. a ship, you know, and a lot of people didn't like it and there was a little bit of a little bit of um you know, back and forth with that. And I was like, I voiced my opinion on that. I was like, I happen to dig it. <laughs> I kind of think that they, they're cute together and they work together, and you like, know? <laughs> and, and, that's, and that's the one thing with me, like for me, and, and I... I don't think I'm in a minority. I, I'm part of a fandom that like, just like I'm see, I'm the one, sir. I, I just like watching it for like the story. Like I really never had a hand in any relationship. Cause I, I really didn't care. I would say the only time I was like, I cared about a relationship. was when they did not let the, like the Mulan and Aurora, I believe it was relationship. Like they didn't yeah. do anything with that. Like, yeah, I was kind of looking forward to that too. I wanted to see. I thought that was going to go somewhere because you saw the chemistry, yeah, yeah, and you saw it building, and then it kind of just went nowhere. And then I was like, okay, well, that like swapped. And I think I know a lot of people were a little bit upset with that. I had my characters that I liked together, like you know, that I I was happy or I enjoyed seeing together, but. That wasn't what the show was about for yeah. me. I yeah. always enjoyed the storyline. Yeah. Like, I always joke at the end of season six, I don't know if anybody else noticed that I said, look at the way Regina's looking at Rumpel. There's going to be something there in season seven. I'm like, she's giving him, like, this little look. And my fr- and I had a couple other people that noticed it, too. They were like, no, I see that. She's kind of giving him that look like she likes it. But I'm like, <laughs> I know she's kind of, like, looking at him like flirty. And I, you know, we were all joking about it because we were because it was just funny. And I don't really think a lot of people. I don't know if anybody noticed it, but there was a group of us who just noticed it at the end. And we kept reminding, we're like, yeah, see, right there, right there. That's there's one look there, and then there's another look there. That's like a little. That's a, maybe that's a little sneak peek into season seven. 
<laughs> but we were just playing and goofing around because they were yeah. a couple when they were evil. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. It's it's. Um, I, I didn't notice the look, but I also again like I, the the ability of me to like pay that close attention to things. It's really, it's just not there for two reasons. A, again, it's going to go back to the fact that like, like even me saying like I was, I wasn't pulling for, for the, that, that uh, Mulan Aurora relationship. The reason I'm upset that it didn't happen is I was like, well, that's like your opportunity to represent like an underrepresented group of people. Uh, And, and you didn't, you like, you kind of just let it go and you, and, and you let it falter. Uh, well, I know that's what a lot of people are upset about, yeah. you know, because especially the LGBT community, because most shows nowadays, you, it's incorporated somehow, and lots of people would like to see it if it's lacking that. And I think people were looking forward to that. And then when they dropped the ball on that, I think they felt that they threw Dorothy. And it was Dorothy in Mulan, right? No, it was no. Um, Red Riding Hood. Dorothy and. Thank you. I'm sorry. They kind of threw them together, and they. I think people felt like, okay, well, we have to throw this in somewhere because we didn't follow through with that storyline. So let's throw it in here real quick. Who and it was like, and it was like a literally like a two second throw in, and I think that people felt that it was underrepresented, and I kind of agreed with it. I was like, it was it was kind of forced and thrown in there out of nowhere, like. I we were that expecting episode. to see Milan and the other one, and yeah. like, how did we get over here? <laughs> yeah, I remember that episode. I was like, when was Red Riding Hood a lesbian? Like, where did this come from? Like, it was. Yeah, like you never really saw that coming until all of a sudden it was like. <laughs> it was like when they wanted she her to be a lesbian. with Dorothy, and that was it. And, well, and... they wanted to they wanted to incorporate an LGBTQ yeah. storyline, and like I said, they were trying to appease fans. And when you try, and I think a lot of people feel. And I've even heard, I've heard many people say this, when you, when a show starts trying to appease them too much and then it looks forced, it loses like the essence of the story and the storyline. And I think so many people felt that that was just kind of thrown in and forced. I think the majority of the people felt like that. I mean, I personally felt that the LGBTQ storyline was underdeveloped and underrated and they could have done a little bit more with it and, or just made it a little bit more smoother the way they incorporated it into the show and it really wasn't and i think that was a lot of things that we were all looking forward to seeing play out even though people didn't want to see those two they wanted to see other people play that out but regardless (laughs) it wasn't about that it wasn't about wanted to see it was about the fact that they were trying to incorporate that into the show and that was the main that was what was important that they were trying to represent the community yeah. that was, you know, underdeveloped and, you know, underrated in the show and whatever you want to call it. And the way it was done, but to me, what was important was how it was just, you know, it really wasn't too much of a story. I was, but then, you know, then it became again about ships and who, well, they did it, but it wasn't who I wanted. Well, that really wasn't what it was about. The message was about to get that message out there. It wasn't yeah. about you wanted to see together because we all knew that that wasn't going to happen. So, you know, that's when it just arrived again, fights and bullying and hate and just oh, forget it. <laughs> it's just, it's, I, I think we can end kind of ended on and i'll use this term it's obviously very specific but i mean it in a very general way when you watch a show just be a oncer like be when you watch once, mm-hmm. upon a time, once upon a time be there for why you started watching the show because it's it's 
that there's nothing changes like that like it's and then everyone's be happy. A fan. yeah be a fan like, yeah just be a fan like, just be a fan be a one star you can be an evil regal you could be a my pretty you know every day the actors will have for their their little you know group they have their their names but that's not really related to the show i mean that the ship sort of the hashtags but just be a fan, be a, a once or an evil wrinkle, a, a pretty, a whatever you want to be, a Jasmanian, <laughs> you know, whatever. But in the end of the day, everybody's still a once You're all still a once And that's what it's about. And it's just about being a fan and just respect, love, kindness, just spread it. And that's, that's, that's pretty much it. That's what it should be about. And don't make shows terrible, creators, because you're trying to appease a fan, like season four of Arrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know that. I, like I said, I've heard so many people like that. We're all really into television and stuff, and we've all said the same thing. Like, don't try to appease one group or try to do something specifically because, like, then it just you know we've said it so many times. It just feels too forced, and then yeah. people lose the enjoyment of it, and they're looking at it and they're like. They can kind of drop the ball there, <laughs> you know. Like, and it's totally fine. But you just, you, you know, we just when you have people that are that passionate about television, they recognize those things, and it's like, ah, you can't write television like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So before we, before we let you go, let, uh, go ahead and uh, talk about bullies. Uh, keep out where people can find you, um, what they can do to help, and all that good stuff. <laughs> We are all over social media, um, www.bullyskeepout.com. We are redoing and redesigning our site, but you can still navigate it. Everything is there, sources, PSAs, interviews, our YouTube channel. Of course, we're on Twitter, we're on Facebook, at Bullies Keep Out, you know, Facebook, Bullies Keep Out, a verified face, uh, Facebook page. We are always looking for people who want to, you know, volunteer, be part of a team. They can contribute something. We have a wonderful team that we work with now. Share your story, speak out, PSAs, interviews, getting involved with any events that we do. Um, we just, we do so much. We incorporate so much into the police keep out. We're also open for suggestions. There's so many things that people could do. I mean, they could guest write, you know, um, you know, we're working on all types of certain things that, you know, eventually short, maybe a little short film. We have events that we're planning. We have, we have some really cool big things coming up. We just finished a great fundraiser. We have another, can't talk about too much, but we have another little campaign coming up um, for us to really keep out that someone's doing. Like I said, I can't, I can't say too much, but um, hopefully that'll be happening soon. Um, and like I said, we're just, we're always looking for people to just speak out, get involved, you know, retweet mention, spreading the word. You know, we have merchandise on the site. I mean, there's just, there's so many ways to get involved. And we always, you know, they can always email myself. I give them my personal, always keep out email. We have our PR person for person media. I mean, we have, we're just kind of all around. We're unorthodox. We're out of the box. We try to be unique. And that's how we try to stand out. And we're just growing bigger every day. And it's because of all the, Lovely and amazing support that we have, the people that we work with. I can't say enough about our ambassador, Michael Raymond James, who makes a lot of these wonderful things that we have going on happen. We're going to be doing some really cool collaborations as well that we can't say too much about. But, you know, there's a lot of people out there that know who some of these people are, and they're going to be excited to see what, you know, our next uh, adventures are going to be and raising awareness and just, you know, public speaking and just 
lots of lots of awesome things coming up for the for the cause. Very very cool. I'm excited to see what happens there. Hopefully, spoilers. Uh, I'm gonna try to bring everything is awesome on board uh, to do stuff because why not spread myself even thinner uh, with all these projects? That <laughs> yes, I'm we're doing. gonna get you involved. <laughs> but you know, we'll see. We're, we're yeah, it's gonna be fun. I'm excited to see uh, just you know just what bully keeps bullies keep out does in general, and, uh, and obviously selfishly, I can't wait to get involved as well. Um, just another opportunity to talk is what, what I look at. I, I like if absolutely I, if it's not clear, I I am a big talker. Uh, both physically. Well, I mean, I'm Italian and, from New York. I mean, obviously, I could talk. I mean, I could sit here for the next two hours and have conversations, I, but yeah. I don't think everybody will listen. They'll probably be like, "Hey, turn it off." <laughs> yeah, it's it's the uh, same thing as I've literally sat down. I've done episodes where I've had Batman on, and spoilers. Batman is played by me, so I'll sit in a car interviewing myself, going back and forth for an hour, uh, and, and I've done that twice, and I'll probably, well, we might have Batman on again for a special episode, but we'll see. Um, there you go. <laughs> all right. Uh, well, thank you for coming on the show and uh, and talking fandoms with us, and uh, specifically talking, uh, and I'll say the the unpolitically correct way, uh, telling people not to be idiots when it comes to bullying. Um, I say that with love, though. <laughs> uh, yes, that's his words, not mine. <laughs> yes, yes. It's a, listen, if you're gonna like, that's I'm a I, I'm like Kevin Smith, so I say things pretty loose, loose from the tongue. So uh, F, I'm not FCC friendly, basically. Um, and, I think we know you're not meaning it, you know, no, harshly. See, like it, <laughs> it goes back to what you said. Like it, for me, when I'm talking to a group of people, if I like, I'm like, don't be an idiot. Like that's not me being mean. That's me using it in like right. a casual, fun way. The same way I would tell my friends, stop being an idiot. You don't believe me? I've heard motivational speakers talk like that. So I mean, trust me, it's, yeah. you're not the only one. Good. I've heard the very popular motivational speakers. You know. Everybody has a brutally honest thing, and I think that's a very rare thing these days. I mean, I'm not saying to really call people idiots. I'm just saying, you know, like, they'll use it as an example, like, oh, come on, you know, we can't all be, you know, dumb or idiots. And, you know, they're not trying to use it to say that about specific people. They're just using it in a way that that's how they speak and that's how they talk. And I think that's when it's almost like when you watch a comedian joke. There's a, there's a, there are lines that they can cross. But at the end of the day, it's just joking, and people yeah. have to get a joke from being serious. But, you know, there have been times where they have crossed the line about serious things, and then that's when it's time to say, okay, well, now that's not right. But in general, when it's, you know, it's, you know it's, it's all fun and games, and it's, you know, no harm, no foul. <laughs> yeah, it's... it's... And my audience knows that uh, that's that basically they listen to me because they can't be friends with Kevin Smith, but they can be friends with me because I'll say yes. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, once again, thank you for being on the show. Uh, make sure you check out the, the website bulliescoupout.com, right? Did I get that right? Yes. Okay. I'll edit that out so that it sounds You got good. it right. <laughs> I'll make it sound good in post. Uh, <laughs> so check that out. Uh, all over the social medias. Uh, and you can go to the website to see how you can help out simply with a couple hashtags and whatnot as well. 
uh, or more if you want to choose to do so. But it's all about spreading the good word, as I believe I heard Dana say earlier. So uh, for Everything is Awesome, I'm Kev. Uh, we'll be back next week to start the epic roller coaster of the Philadelphia Podcast Festival celebration. Uh, I am literally not going to sleep for the next month. So uh, get ready for a lot of caffeinated Kev, I guess. For Everything is Awesome, I'm Kev. We've been awesome right here on awesomepodcast.com and of course coretemparts.com thank you for listening to the Cortemparts podcast network to listen to more Cortemparts shows visit coretemparts.com <laughs>